0: Hi, I'm Ryan Guth. Each week, I'll be sitting down with inspirational men and women whose energy makes our city a more interesting place to live. So whether you're new to Albuquerque, just visiting, or have lived here your whole life, ABQCast is my way of sharing these conversations with you. Now let's get to it. Hey there Albuquerque, this is Ryan Guth with ABQcast and I'm delighted to be sitting here on the corner of Montgomery in Louisiana here in the northeast of Albuquerque sitting with Danielle Andazola and she is the daughter and also the chief marketing director for WEX and just to give you a little background, I happen to love WEX and I'm probably a regular I'm a regular patron at least every <laughs> other week. And I wanted to get to the story behind Wex because I know the owner of Wex's last name is not Wex. So I'm like, okay, I need to figure out who these people are and what, what their deal is. And I, and I see them opening new restaurants all over the place. And I'm like, man, they must be doing something right. So <laughs> yeah. let's find out what that is. So awesome. Danielle, it's so nice to have you here. Thanks for joining me.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me here.
0: So can you give me like a little history of Wex, why it's called Wex and... yeah. And how your dad came to belong to this story?
1: Yeah. So it's, that's like a really common question that people ask is what is a Wex? So Doug Weckerly actually was the one who started Wex restaurant in the late 1990s. And he had opened three officially, I think, at the point when my dad had gone there and seen like, this is incredible food. This is amazing. People love this. Great restaurant, and I think Doug was selling it at that point um, that he had gone in and seen that he loves this place.
0: Just in Albuquerque? In Albuquerque. Okay. And so
1: he bought them from Doug, and Doug had already named them after Doug Weckerly Wex.
0: Okay. And so
1: I think my dad just thought, we'll keep it. We'll keep that. Was, was,
0: was your dad a restaurateur?
1: So he has a... Big history in the restaurant business, for sure. He was in Texas for years and worked at restaurants as managers, general managers. He served. He did host everything you could possibly imagine for restaurants. And then he bought, I think a buddy of his, they bought a restaurant in Alabama together, in Mobile, Alabama, called JR's Smokehouse, and did that for like four years. And we still lived here at that point. That was when he had had a family. So he was kind of doing the back and forth, flying okay. all the time thing. Not a huge fan of that. So he sold that. One of his best friends wanted to just buy it, I think, and he went for it. And then came here, looked for potential restaurants that he would like to buy. And at that point, he bought a restaurant called Assets Grill, which is actually right over here in Louisiana, Montgomery, with another friend of his. And I think that was a good three or four years of that. And then he sold that and became a business consultant. Okay. um, For a lot of restaurants, but business in general. I mean, he's very very wise in that area and so did that for a few years and then found stumbled upon the the weckerly okay. <laughs> the wex restaurant so
0: it started with three restaurants and it's now what
1: we have 12 and then there's two licensed one in santa fe one in farmington and all the, all the rest of them are underneath
0: license as in somebody's licensing the name
1: and no they're the actual wex restaurants they're licensing the concept the restaurant okay. the menu the name all of it okay but they're basically owners of it. It's like a franchise. But Oh,
0: okay, great. Now tell me this Lapeep thing. <laughs> yeah. What is yeah. the deal with that?
1: Lapeep has been here forever. I do know that. I know they were one of our competitors. I think that was a big driving point in my in my dad thinking this would be a smart thing to buy. Bought one and then had opened, I want to say, two more. So there were three of them. Didn't go over the same as Wex does. I think Plop and Wex is everywhere. People just love it. They love the convenience. They sure. love it being closed. And out. I have no
0: idea what a La Peep even yeah, is. Yeah, a La like,
1: Peep is a, it's like a French bistro, but also American twist. It's definitely like smaller, like nicer portions. You know, you think Wex, you think smothered and chili and oh, okay, things. Okay. Uh, La Peep is like, it's definitely a cleaner, fresher version of that.
0: Okay, so the company bought some La Peep restaurants mm-hmm. and have now turned them into Wex.
1: Well, so it actually was opposite. Oh. So the La Peep on an uh, Uptown area was the okay. f- was already here. It was the first one. And then they bought that one and started opening other La Peeps. Oh, so it was okay. that one. They were, I don't want to say if it's licensing or franchise. I'm not 100% positive which one. But anyways, they, they owned that La Peep. And then expanded to two other locations in town. And I think just realized that. They would go over better as being Wex. People kept going to the La Peep in Uptown because it was the familiar favorite. So, okay, gotcha.
0: Yeah. Is, it still, is it still La Peep in Uptown? Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Still La Peep. That's the only That's one the left. One. Yeah. Okay. That <laughs> the makes other sense. ones
1: turned back into Wex's.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Understood. So, what makes Wex so great? Like, why do we see restaurants pop up in Albuquerque and immediately a year later or less close their doors? What about Wex has caused the, the success?
1: So, actually, I was talking with my dad recently, and he said the number one reason that he believes that Wex took off from the 3 when he first bought it to 12, you know, slash 14 now was service Mm -hmm. because it was already really good food. And he caught on to that being something already loved, but that service needed to be included, an excellent level of service. And so, on top of it being amazing food, and I think it's just New Mexican, you know, mixed with, like, all American so I think people just—it's good food, right? Just some New biscuits Mexico. and gravy
0: in there, right? Burgers, and there's enchiladas in there, yeah. right? You got yeah. the
1: enchiladas, so it's a good mix for for our culture, mm-hmm. you know, of New Mexico. And I think he knew that, but I I know for sure he credits just the service and and love of customers and yeah. everything our employees hold. And it is, and we hear that all the time that it's like consistent across every location. Oh, amazing customer service, like all oh, the servers are so sweet in the whole, you know. On and on about that, and, and he believes there's there's no way it would survive without that yeah. component. Um, yeah. So that's why he truly believes they took off.
0: I'm going to go ahead and agree with you yeah. on that. Because I, I have seen firsthand, like I said, on probably every other week I'm at a WEX. hmm and I've never had a complaint. I've never had thought of a complaint. and never needed to complain. But that's not the same with other restaurants that I've been to, whether it's in Albuquerque or or anywhere else, is that people are we're losing connection to customer service. And yeah, so I mean, I, I wanted to, you had sent me uh, before our, our interview this little value statement. And I wanted to read this because I really think this does sum up, like I, they're not paying for this, by the way, This I'm going to read this because I, I think it's great. And so it says, We will consistently serve our community great tasting foods promptly and politely. There you go. There's your politely. We will greet all our customers with a smile and provide them with courteous service in a clean and orderly environment. We will do this with knowledge that if we take care of business today, we will build business for tomorrow. There's your self-fulfilling prophecy from 3 to 12. Absolutely. We seek to empower management employees to create an environment that stimulates initiative and autonomy. We have tremendous faith in our employees. We seek to give back to our community that so generously supports us. These missions are the foundation of our company. We believe as a company that these missions will create a successful and fulfilling environment for our managers and employees while providing tremendous quality and service to our customers. I mean, this is, that is loaded. That is (laughs) jam-packed. But what's what I the things that kind of stuck out to me were initiative and autonomy, right? You you're taking people that they're poor, they're going out and pouring coffee because they see a need for people to they need more they need more coffee. They're taking mm-hmm. initiative to right, do that. Right. Nobody has to raise their hand. I never had to raise my hand and say I need more coffee. Yeah. It's there. The initiative is there. Yeah. Right. And that autonomy, right? They're, they're, people are thinking on their own about what the need of the the customer is. That stuck out to me and giving back to our community that so generously supports us. You know, it's a two-way street. I do want to talk about that. There was in tremendous faith in the employees, giving them that, like trusting them to do the right things. So tell me about how you guys foster that initiative, autonomy, faith in your employees. Is there a particular way in which you hire employees?
1: I would say... It's a culture that was created from day one and that employees that are hired in step into that. And so because it's already kind of set this ground of like we are excellent at customer service, it is expected. But if you work for us, I think everyone knows that's just something I have to like enjoy and be good at. I do know that it, it does start from the head down. Joe Garcia, he's our VP of operations. He's like my, my dad's right hand guy. He definitely... A lot of it comes from him and being able to just be over managers and, and check in and say, how are we doing with this? you know? And is it from the managers then filtering, trickling down to the rest of the employees? And so I do know it does go really well that way and, and as far as managing all of it. But I know one of the things that my dad had said was that their goal was after buying the three to open one a year, right. every year, as long as there were managers that he could trust. There were yeah. managers. So I do know there's a lot... On our managers, just as far as just excellent customer service. And they're amazing. All of them are amazing at handling situations well that they need to. They're amazing at knowing customers and our, you know, our loyal, consistent customer base and at their specific store. It's just very personable. It's like little communities inside of Wax, you know. And so, Yeah.
0: So I'm like, where do you find these people? I'm like, you know, because like <laughs> yeah. you you go into restaurant to restaurant to restaurant. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't we don't see this service anywhere. Right. You know, especially managers are in the back taking a smoke break. Yeah. Most of the time. Right. No, right?
1: they are very, I think, I don't want to say only, but for the most part that I've seen a uh, hire from within. So it's people that they already okay. know and trust. They have experience. They love wax. We can see that they love wax. They're great with the customers. They're great with the employees. So they may have started
0: as a server, a server or so, chef yeah. or something like that. Right. Okay, and moved up. And moved up. Well, that's that's great because you can embed that culture mm-hmm. in them. Right. Yeah, this this whole statement just comes across like as an affirmation. Like, yeah. like I feel like you guys need to have like a lineup in the morning where everybody <laughs> yeah. just says it out loud like yeah. the Pledge of Allegiance, you well, know? We
1: do. Definitely. <laughs> but it,
0: but it, this is I mean this is great. You guys must have spent thirty thousand dollars to have somebody write this. This right. is I mean this is gr- perfectly. It's so together. good. It's so good. It is. Yeah. Now what about <laughs> like what do you guys do as far as like people who don't fit into your culture? What happens to those people? Are they like self eliminating?
1: <laughs> like just employees that aren't. Yeah, aren't I mean, like the, the somebody comes
0: in and uh, just not like not a good fit for whatever reason yeah. because they don't take initiative. Yeah. They don't want to have the autonomy. They want to do the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. What happens to to them?
1: I will say it's not, I'm not just saying this because, you know, the owner is, is my dad. But I do know that they don't take it like, oh, this employee is, we can tell they just don't like what they're doing. They don't like customers. So they're out. They're out of this team and they're out of this culture. They're extremely... Amazing with handling employees.
0: So you guys can do a lot of coaching.
1: Yes, yeah, especially the guy mentioned our VP of operations. He is the ultimate coach. Okay, I mean, he's amazing. He No, you, know, you don't managers. give up on people. No, Mm-mm. and I know there's there's lots of. Chances, you know, as you could say, but yeah, yeah, I think their last their last option would want to, you know, beat a fire or something. uh,
0: I don't know what you guys should teach like an MBA course at at Anderson. Yeah, honestly, I told
1: me to write a book. I'm like, you need you need to do this. (laughs) Yeah, people need this. (laughs)
0: This is great. This is great. Yeah. So let's talk about the community. How you support the community? What is that? What is that all about?
1: That's one of my favorite things, definitely. So very, very consistently throughout the years. I know both of my parents have gotten together, and then the corporate team, and who, you know, what are amazing local nonprofit organizations or things in the community that we can help. And so I know we've consistently helped, like Heading Home, CareNet, just awesome local community nonprofits. But last year was really cool because we did something called Wex Gives Back. So once a month, there was like one assigned day of that month that if you came in, a certain percent went back to these organizations. So we got to choose like 12 different local organizations to give back to. And my favorite thing about that was that that was customer interaction. Like customers got to know this is something just by me being here eating, which I love doing anyways. Mm. This is going to go towards this awesome nonprofit, you know, so that was really cool. But yeah, very me aside. (laughs) Well, me included, but me aside in this case, the Kaplan's Art and Toya are extremely, extremely generous and love giving back. And definitely, I know personally, they feel they're blessed and so they're going to be a blessing, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. So I, yeah, it's amazing. That's my favorite, my favorite part of all of Wix.
0: <laughs> now, so what do you get to do? How do you get to take part in that? And, and what is your role here?
1: Yeah, so director of marketing. Last year, I was over the Wex Gives Back. That's why it's so okay. exciting to me. <laughs> okay. I, I figured
0: as soon as yeah. I heard that. Okay,
1: <laughs> Up close and personal with all of it, I got to go tour a lot of the places we did Make a Wish. was awesome. I mean, literally just every month, I got to go see what amazing people are doing in the city. You know, there's sure. like so many like negative things. So to be able to go see that, I was like, yeah. yes, especially Albuquerque. And so, yeah, I got to do all of that. There's amazing partnerships all year. They consistently give back to teachers and students and... Military always every year all mm. the time so that's really neat. This year I'm doing a lot more of the the digital marketing side of it. We are still doing different promos every month and stuff like that. So we'll be yeah. doing some free veteran stuff. We'll be doing. Are you guys doing the one a month
0: thing this year? No, it's
1: it's not the it's different every month this year. And okay. we haven't. It's not the whole like Wex gives back concept of we're selecting these nonprofits to give back to. It's a just different every month. Okay. And so this whole summer we'll be doing a lot of family stuff, student stuff. We're going to do like the back to school, you know, teacher appreciation. We're going to do military stuff. So okay. just, it's like a never ending involvement in the community and giving back to things here. So yeah, it's amazing. And so I get to be a part of this year. It's more of just kind of promoting that, of course, with, you know, digital media, but selecting all of it. We did our whole corporate team got together. And what do we want to, you know, give to? And what do, what are we each passionate about? And so it's not just this like, monster restaurant running you know it's like giving back to sure. these little little things here and there which is really awesome. cool yeah
0: so has the entire journey always been straight up from 3 restaurants to 12 restaurants or right. were there bumps <laughs> along the road
1: yeah always bumps yeah i want to say the probably the biggest oops mm-hmm. was opening one in Texas we tried Texas we went to Louisville Texas okay yeah they are fans of Tex-Mex you know not not New Mexican Mm. so it was it was interesting and I think also at that point our corporate staff wasn't familiar enough to handle a state away you know restaurant operating the way that we have them here okay it's easier to manage restaurants oh sure yeah and so that was tough but otherwise so that
0: one does no longer exists no okay no
1: it doesn't how long was that run that was oh gosh I want to only say maybe a couple years okay yeah and then it's just funny I think a lot of times you don't learn till you do it and then then you see this is not gonna right.
0: work right fa- yeah fa- it's it, failure is feedback right yeah, yeah for so sure. so did you guys open this restaurant and then did you have to like try to change the menu or something or did you guys experiment with changing the menu
1: right or? I think I want to say because this was like late high school for me and now being almost twenty nine
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's a vague memory but. I do think there were things added on the menu that we attempted and mm-hmm. it was just, just not made for Texas. Right, you guys
0: moved away from maybe your core a little bit. And Absolutely. Uh, right. You gave know what your sweet spot is. Yes.
1: Gave it a little try. But with his goal being opening a restaurant since buying it in 1991 when he bought them and I think from that point on being like, okay, one a year and now having 14 says a lot. I think, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's extremely impressive. and it's also so much work especially working in the corporate team it's a lot of work to open a restaurant
0: oh i can imagine a
1: lot of work even if you're mimicking another one Mm -hmm. it's a lot so that i remember being a fail for sure and then otherwise we ventured like Las lunas was kind of a a gamble we're like let's see how this goes and that's doing great we just opened a new one in las cruces okay i heard about that one furthest yeah since texas so we're like okay (laughs) okay and it's our second most popular restaurant. So you guys dancing. have to buy a, a corporate
0: helicopter now, right? <laughs> to get, uh, that would be nice. Yeah, to get to Las Vegas. That Cruces. could be my job.
1: I would just fly everybody around.
0: That sounds great. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I think there's just been bumps and they've learned so much. You know, I do think it was helpful for him to have so much experience in that world before. Mm-hmm. Uh, not enough bumps to take us down, honestly. Sure. But it just, every couple of years or so, they've been opening.
0: So, so tell us about where you're going now. You, you and I had spoken a little bit before we turned the mm-hmm. mics on about... Wex's new target demographic. Yeah. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, totally. That's our, that's, this year's goal is just getting the younger people in. And I, it's tough because I get millennials and they're, the need for the, the ambiance and the feel of everything, and it being great food, but also and the avocado
0: like, toast and all that. Absolutely, sort of thing. Right. you know what yeah. I mean.
1: It's just it needs to be what they want to be sitting in the middle of and enjoying. Mm-hmm. And so that's why people who know Wex have seen like Paseo, you know, location being changed, and then Montebu mm-hmm. moving and Cottonwood. They're all very similarly this new like kind of a, a bit of a different design mm-hmm. that we hope appeals to both younger and older generation and everything. So yeah, our goal this year is definitely bringing in the younger people and.
0: So how do you go about like deciding to change? design
1: of the interior
0: yeah i mean like what okay so you're trying you, you have a, a demographic let's say of retirees pre-retirees mm-hmm. right you have a demographic of millennials two maybe different drastically potentially just dr- drastically different tastes mm-hmm. you know and then you have people that are they're in their prime earning years they're in you know 40s 50s mm-hmm. early 60s things like that they may have a different taste, too. How do you go about, what's the process for trying to blend all that together to come up with an aesthetic that makes people be like, I'm really happy here?
1: Right. No, that's such a great question. <clears throat> it was like the, the ultimate thing to tackle. Mm-hmm. Our first location that we changed drastically was the Wantabo. That's one of the oldest Wex-Select? locations. No, the, not Montgomery Wantabo. The one that's over by like, Hobby Lobby now.
0: Oh, okay. Right yeah. off the highway. Okay.
1: So it used to be just a little bit more down old building, one of the first locations. And I know my dad, of course, just in in business smarts in general, mm-hmm. is let me go ahead and, and start moving these locations to land I buy and then build it from the ground up, mm-hmm. which is what we've been doing a lot. So our first one was one if I'm remembering correctly. And when we went to do that one, it was very much a balance between neutrals and just things that are just pleasing to the eye in mm-hmm. general, any age. And then Making sure we keep, there is still the, the touch of diner, you know, and mm-hmm. the things that we know customers, you know, 60 plus love and have loved about wax, And mm-hmm. so we don't want to take everything away from them. Sure. And so it was also... And We're grateful to have my husband and I, as well as, you know, my mom and dad and our corporate team, Mm -hmm. mix of ages, because we were able to throw in like, I don't know that that would be good, you know, or this might be great. So you're
0: not paying a consultant to come and figure this out. You guys are all doing it in-house. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Every
1: location we do from in-house. And I would, I'm going to credit like 90% of that to my mom. She does most of the interior design since day one. She's
0: got an eye for that stuff. Yes. She loves it. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Yeah. I was gonna say I'm sitting here in this really beautiful, <laughs> yeah. beautiful. I, I walked in. I thought I was in a Pinterest, hey. you know, Pinterest uh, picture here. So T- tell me about where we where we are, and is, is this is there a relation here to mm-hmm. where we are to to the restaurant?
1: Yeah. So we actually, I'm so glad you asked that. So Toya started nonprofit foundation. Toya is your mom. Toya is my mom. Toya okay. Kaplan. Call, Call your mom Toya. Toya. No, it's hard with the corporate team because I do refer to them as Art and Toya. So now it's a habit.
0: Oh yeah. You know what I okay.
1: mean. Okay. And I to be like, my mom said. <laughs> Gotta keep. Oh, it- that is interesting. Right.
0: I want to get to that. It's soon. a very interesting. Okay, point. okay. So, t- talk <laughs> talk about what your mom started.
1: Uh, she started a nonprofit. Actually, did this with her. Co-founded a, a nonprofit. I want to say seven years ago, called Freedom House for women who've came out of human trafficking. It was a transitional housing program for recovery and for victims and all that. It's amazing. And so now it's called For the One. It's transitioned. We don't have the home any longer, but she works with survivors after they've gone through recovery. And she also speaks and teaches awareness and stuff for sex wow. trafficking. It's really neat.
0: How did that come to be?
1: Oh, gosh. We've been... My parents are extremely philanthropic. Mm -hmm. Just them. Mm -hmm. Not even, you know, with WEX, but them as people. And I've been giving to, once we realized it was just the reality of the U.S., international, and Mm -hmm. just that this is actually happening on Earth, Mm -hmm. sex trafficking. She just felt pulled to that. I think she would refer to it as a calling for sure. and. It just, it did, it kind of came out of nowhere where it was Mm -hmm. like, whoa, we're going to get hands-on now, you know, versus Mm -hmm. just philanthropic.
0: Gotcha. So
1: we went, we traveled and trained for like a year and a half on how to run a staff and how to run a program and how to work with these girls, how to work with a draw, like all the stuff. Oh, wow. (laughs) It was crazy. So we did that for five years and it just now transitioned to the, to the speaking and also end of it working with Survivors party. So the
0: awareness and that that side of it. Wow, okay. yeah, it's amazing.
1: And so yes, it is tied to Wex, uh, which is really cool. Obviously, the the owner, mm-hmm. but they do as a consistent sort of fundraiser for the nonprofit. All of the locations sell this like insane good banana bread.
0: Oh, I've and seen it sitting so on seen the it? counter yeah. for the one. Yes, yep.
1: the for the one banana bread. So that a hundred percent that goes to to for the one. Okay. which is awesome. Which is what this is. Okay. Yeah.
0: Because if we're sandwiched in between like your corporate headquarters mm-hmm.
1: the nonprofit and, the restaurant. and the restaurant. So yeah. we're
0: just kind of smack. I'm like, <laughs>
1: what right is in the this? middle here. I'm like, what?
0: yeah, what even is this?
1: Most people come in thinking it's wax. They'll come in and then I make the joke of like, how many?
0: Yeah, how many would you love? Like? Yeah.
1: <laughs> They're like, oh, sorry.
0: We have dusty coffee mugs. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, this is not wax. <laughs>
0: this is not wax. This, this, is is all, not,
1: this is all white and gray. Not the customer
0: service we were looking for here. <laughs> yeah. Like, so <laughs> tell me about working with your parents. <laughs> yeah. I want to know, like did you have a choice?
1: <laughs> I definitely had a choice. Okay. and I, it's it's funny, actually. I moved. I was the one. I was a middle child. I was the one who moved right after high school. Mm-hmm. like bye. I went to school in Dallas for three years, moved to Colorado for a couple of years. I was gone for five years, okay. Came back, actually, to start Freedom House, the foundation. Okay. I also felt that was a calling. I would not have come back here without that. Mm -hmm. I I was that little free bird, you know. Gotcha. I came back, started it with her, and then worked. I was doing that for five years or so. And then my husband and I, who's actually our – he works for tech, for WEX, corporate. Mm -hmm. He he and I went to YWAM, which is like a missions training school, which is really cool. So we went to Malaysia, California, did a bunch of mission work. It was really neat. Came back. He did a computer software programming school, and they were like, "We need a tech person" because they're starting to transition a lot of the Wex to do, you know, ta- like tablets and handhelds and stuff okay. like that. So all they the need- point
0: of sales stuff, mm-hmm. okay, and just
1: like it, just computer things in general. They just, there's nobody so far on our corporate staff that knew enough about it. Sure. And he had freshly come out of this school, you oh. know, to know how to do all that. So he Great. did that, and I came on with marketing, and that's something I did for for Freedom House when I was doing that, and. They saw that and we're like, she got this. And that was terrifying to me. It's hard to it's mm-hmm. different. Nonprofit and a restaurant for mm-hmm. sure. But it's fun working with family. It's nice having the separate office space. I think that's very helpful.
0: Do you stay here in this office? Yeah, we
1: work in this office.
0: Okay. Of and you don't work next door.
1: No. We okay. are back and forth quite a bit. There's things. We all have, you know, our that's accountant true. and our HR. Like okay, they're just, not
0: connected are they connected in no. the back? So you have to literally make <laughs> literally the choice. Walk to so go outside next door, we got to go then, all the way out there. <clears throat> yeah. yeah.
1: Gosh, brave the wild. But yeah, I think that we all, honestly, I, my parents did a good job of raising just kids that we we understand hard work. We've mm-hmm. seen it. We understand the professional industry and how mm-hmm. to how to do that well. And so there have been those things, like I was telling you, with mm-hmm. like making sure in emails I'm not gonna refer to him as like my dad. You know, yeah. it's it's art and it's Toya. It's not papa.
0: No, no, no okay. not my
1: papa. So <laughs> I think it's taken some getting used to mm-hmm. a little bit my mm-hmm. sister also works for a corporate so there's that and it, it's been amazing mm-hmm. honestly but it is what you would probably imagine you know working for family it's you have to make sure you're doing what you can to make it work well
0: so what did your parents do do to instill this work ethic in you when you were younger Oh my
1: goodness so they actually i remember when i was like really young i want to say like the, the term of like starting from nothing Like Mm -hmm. they started from nothing. And that's a lot of people don't know that. It's like, oh, the Kaplan's are wealthy and they went wax and stuff. Uh, That literally started from nothing at all, Mm -hmm. ground level. And my mom, they bought a daycare, I think, on like Lomas and Tramway. And my mom was working like 14 hours a day. And I mean, just craziness, you know, it's just the grind. And so seeing that for us was Mm -hmm. like that and then into this empire of these amazing restaurants and it just exploding, I think, that commitment and that hard work. I mean, we grew up in daycare, you know, Mm -hmm. and there's no resentment for that. I think Mm -hmm. we literally had the greatest childhood, but I- I saw what it took for them to get to now.
0: Right. So, you, you know, your kids are watching you. Absolutely. Everyone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. They're keeping their eyes on you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So I think just being able to see that as a kid and, and observe that all the way up into now almost 30. It's just like, wow. Mm-hmm. That I mean, they're they're incredible people and they know how to grind. They know how to, they know how to do it well. And so we saw that they never, we also, there were never handouts. It was never like you would think when you start as a parent having this success, maybe being like, "Now I can just shower my kids with these blessings and mm-hmm. all these things. And we did have blessings, definitely. But we worked for everything. It was mm-hmm. like, you're going to have a job. You're going to, you're going to work. You're going to do school and you're going to work. Right. And you're going to, it's not just, you know, here you go. Just because we have it, you get it. No, that no, is no. a big
0: fear of successful business people mm-hmm. that are parents. Yeah is whether they're gonna be able to raise their kids with the values that yeah. they that they grew up with, you know, that they're not gonna raise basically they're not gonna raise spoiled children. Exactly. Yeah. I mean that's a huge, that's a huge concern. Mm-hmm. In, in the field that I work in, that's a huge concern. Right. And so Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's really something I wanted to I wanted to find out. That yeah. you've you saw them go from from nothing to mm-hmm.
1: this. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it's so admirable. And it was just like observing but then the instilling aspect of it like you're Mm -hmm. saying where there was no (laughs) it's like you're not gonna you don't get to be a spoiled brat (laughs) you're gonna Mm -hmm. work for what you want and what you have you know and then like i said of course there was blessings thrown in and getting to do like a family trip or just those kind of things make memories but sure sure as far as things go and materialistic you Mm -hmm. know whatever it was you're gonna work for it that's great yeah
0: that's good to hear yeah (laughs) yeah what's the hardest part about working with your family
1: Uh uh-huh hardest part
0: all right. I mean, do you have? I mean, you have That's a you have a separation. Tight. You said between yeah this office, that office. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, do your folks are they hanging around the office a lot?
1: I don't think not a ton. My mom comes to ours more frequently. It's probably who we see most often. My dad comes for like Monday meetings, and then mm-hmm. if he needs to come in for like just meetings in general. Mm-hmm. But he's not here full time. Does he? Sp- does he she. spend
0: his time going to different locations? Or not so anything, much or? anymore.
1: He will when we open new ones. Okay. And just make sure everything's good. and, okay. You know, of course overseeing and everything but yeah as far as the full-time like nine to five i think he's <laughs> a bit past that at beyond this that point. yeah which okay. i mean rightfully so but he is very involved still and i don't know if he can ever get away from that
0: <laughs> okay he likes to be involved, he likes to be involved, so. be involved. Yeah. Yeah. gotcha
1: okay hardest part though i would have to say probably just making sure you don't allow that emotional aspect of family connection yeah right yeah so when you keep things professional it's like You know, throw out an idea. It's rejected. Mm -hmm. Don't take that personally. This is a business, you know, kind of thing. Sure. Family versus versus business and how to do all that. So that's probably the hardest thing. And even that's not super hard. We're all like, like I said, we just have a good work ethic. And even my sister, like I said, works for us too. And it's, yeah, we just do what we do. So your
0: mom calls. You're like, listen, Toya, (laughs) listen, I need you to call my assistant. Okay. Get on, get on my calendar. None of this. Okay. We're going to keep it professional. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait, even
1: my sister, I mean, we'll joke sometimes I'll send her, like, I've sent her um, calendar meeting plans, like, which is hilarious. Right. Because I literally could go over and be like, hey, do you have time in 10 minutes? So your day? sister
0: works in the business, too?
1: She does. She works next door corporate, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That wasn't
0: your sister I met over there. Was that your sister no, I met? No, no over? that's Lydia.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. My sister, Rachel. Okay. She, uh, she's worked, I think, almost three or four years now. This is this older? Younger. Younger.
0: Younger. Mm-hmm. And then you have another you have another sibling too?
1: Uh, yeah, we have quite a few siblings. So oh, oh, okay. Yeah, we do. So my uh, sister, Rachel, who works here, so she's biological. Then I have an older brother, Sean. He's also biological. And then my parents took legal guardianship over uh, two boys when I was like 13. Oh, okay. And then they have a sister, so she's our half-sister. There's six of us. Oh, totally wow. After, okay. After a middle school age that I grew up with.
0: Are they all involved somehow?
1: Actually, yeah. One of my brothers works uh as a gm i think i'm trying to think of i know he's a manager i want to say los ranchos maybe location okay but yeah so he's in there and then my sister i think my brother does real estate uh sean my biological brother does real okay. estate but he i know he's been helping my dad with the whole seeking out sure. property and all sure. that so for the for the restaurants but yeah it's a rowdy bunch
0: it is a family affair <laughs> it is. that's incredible which is
1: kind of cool because our community is very like Family yeah. based, hometown in Albuquerque right, this is right. It's the
0: biggest small absolutely town, city, yep. Whatever you want to say, yep. It feels very small.
1: It does. It's weird. It is a big small town.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, what are you guys most excited about right now?
1: I think the never ending. We've had so many like just brainstorm like session meetings, especially with a 2020, mm-hmm. you know, coming on us. We had a lot of conversations about starting. Opening new locations, where they mm-hmm. would be, you know, just the future of, mm-hmm. of WEX, what we would want to do and where we'd want to go with it. Like a fully changes. robotic location. Oh my gosh, you know? probably. Yeah. We could do like a food truck. That'd be fun.
0: Oh, um, WEX food truck. No, you know,
1: just like burritos and papas. Can you imagine? Mm.
0: Great. Right. I know. Sign me Maybe up. those millennials. Sign me up. <laughs> I'll be a franchisee.
1: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I think just the, the dreams of what it can still be grow to you know there's right. so many places and i do the social media and i see all these people all the time mm-hmm. i come to even bernalillo you know mm-hmm. or come to Gallup, come to wherever roswell and all pe- over the place. people say that
0: like i'd like to bring you home with me all the time oh wow
1: yeah colorado is huge i'm um, huge we get so many requests to come to colorado which i think would actually work because they appreciate it. so it's just it's tourists coming through yeah and then i think a lot of people who moved from here okay yeah they're like i miss wags and so
0: i have to tell you my father, his name is Gary. Mm-hmm. My dad, Gary. So if I'm going to refer to to my father the way you refer to your father, all right, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Gary loves Wex. Yeah. And my parents live in Pennsylvania. Okay. okay. So whenever they're here, oh. they're at. If they're here for a week, my mom and dad are at Wex like three to four oh times. God. Three to I love four that times, so much. it started with the one over Juanbo, Montgomery, because wow. we used to live over in that more in that neighborhood, yeah, and then we moved over a little like a little closer to the your Paseo location, okay, and so it's whenever they're here, <laughs> it's Wex, yeah. and it's like, can we go to Wex? Can we go to Wex? Yeah, it's like children pulling on my shirt sleeve. Can we go to Wex? So so
1: right.
0: it's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome,
1: that's amazing, i and honestly, that's something we hear a lot like people when they have family come in. it's like that's. Where we go, it's where we take them. It's like if you were to Google, like going to Albuquerque. What do the locals love? Mm-hmm. That's one of those things. There you go. Yeah, it's cool to hear. Just well, I'm making really my know. father
0: proud by talking to you right now. You <laughs> know, that's. I just want you to know that he'll listen to this and be like, "Oh, that's so <laughs> embarrassing, Ryan. You shouldn't say that." But. <laughs> He's like,
1: "But it's true." It's but it's true.
0: It's, right. true. it's absolutely true. That's He's, so funny. He, he bleeds. He bleeds red sucks. chili. There you go. Yeah, something <laughs> that's like how that. I feel. There you go. That so awesome. Well, this has been great. Is there anything more you want to add?
1: No, I think we covered all the good stuff. We did cover a lot of good stuff today. We did, today. yeah, that, yeah, that's exciting. So
0: where can we where can we connect with Wex online?
1: Mm. So we have Instagram is Wex pretty simple. Okay. <laughs> Facebook. I, I so wanna just say just pictures
0: of potatoes. What is it? Just all the potatoes. All the potatoes. No, okay. I
1: actually am trying. I've I've tried to make it a bit more entertaining. Okay. Just, we do Wex memes stuff like that. It's really fun. Wex
0: memes. Wex memes. Oh, this is fantastic. It's
1: so much fun. So, uh, yeah, we do that. Instagram, Facebook are pretty similar, obviously. Okay. But Facebook's Wex, NM or New Mexico. Like just
0: Google. I mean, just, just, just search it up in yep. Facebook. And okay. then, of course,
1: Wexink.com is our website.
0: WexInc.com. Dot com. Yep. Great. <laughs> well, Albuquerque, I hope you enjoyed this time with Danielle. Danielle, thank you so much. Thank you. This has been a lot of fun. So fun. All right, Albuquerque, thank you so much for listening to ABQ Cast. I have a three-step process that I would like you to follow right now. Number one, subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts. Step two, rate the podcast. And step three, review the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And that is so important because that last piece right there is going to help me to understand what you like about the show and what you'd like to see more of. So let me know what you like, what you'd like to see more of. And that way I can tailor the show to meet your needs. And I will definitely give you a shout out if I hear from you, especially on Apple Podcasts because that's where all those ratings tend to end up. And that's where I see them most. So uh, subscribe, rate, and review. And then lastly, head over to abqcast.com and you can check out what we have going on over there if you haven't already. And tell a friend that you are listening to ABQcast and that you love them. And so text them and say, ABQcast is great and I love you. Thank you so much for listening today and we will see you next week.